Well, hello, friends. Welcome to Wednesday, January 25th, and today's episode of Enough for Today. I'm so thankful you have joined me. Well, today is a little bit in question. As I record this, it is early Wednesday morning, and we are watching the weather. Uh, Looks like we're going to get some snow coming into groups tonight, and with it being a big launch, starting new classes, uh, we, we may... We may call it around 10 or 11 a.m. Uh, by the time you've watched this, uh, you'll know if you, if you track the live stream, I'm sorry, if you track the social media or the uh, text messaging or the email, we'll let everybody know. But um, either way, we're going to have a great group launch, either tonight if the weather looks like it'll work with us or next week. We'll move it out one week and uh, we're looking forward to, to that. So today... Um, we're in Psalm 70, and I want you to join me there. Also, as I finish recording this in a few moments, I'm going to jump into John uh, chapter 12 in preparation for Sunday as we start uh, our new series, This is Love, the, the second half of the Gospel of John. I am extremely excited about this series, and God's been very gracious and good to me in um, letting me um, physically, geographically prepare for it. And that's been quite uh, a wonderful opportunity. Well, Psalm 70, we began this yesterday. I think we'll finish it today. David is asking for help. He needs a defender. He needs a deliverer. And I don't know if you've ever been in a position in life. Um, I think of courtroom dramas where we need a, we need attorneys. We need someone to kind of watch our back. And um, that's a common scene in American life. And this is kind of where David is, but on a grander scale. He needs a supernatural intervention. He needs God's deliverance to come through for him. He needs, uh, and he's asking for that. He's, he's relinquishing control of the situation, and he's putting his hope and his help in God. And this is such a good prayer to pray if that's where you are right now. So he begins with, make haste, O God. He's going to repeat that, make haste to help me. Uh, make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed. So here he's profiling and requesting God intervene in those that are pursuing or those that are incriminating him. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. That's a good prayer to pray if someone is being unjust towards you. Um, I think of in, in the modern uh, day where people are just so vengeful and often diabolically so. If they don't get what they want, they'll do anything they have to do, even if it means destroying you, uh, to get what they want. That's that's the day we live in. That's the day David lived in. So David had a defender. He had an attorney working on his behalf, a cosmic, eternal uh, creator, father, uh, the sovereign, almighty God of the universe is his defense attorney. How cool is that? And so he puts it on God and says, you confuse them. Uh, You confound them. You bring their plans to nothing. Turn them back. Verse 4, now he picks up with um, his prayer for those that seek him. And that's exactly what he's doing. Let all those that seek thee rejoice. And let me just pause here and say, friend, when you're in difficulty, confusion, when you're being pursued unjustly, when things are unfolding against you, um, Worst thing you can do is take matters into your own hands. What you want to do is seek the Lord, just like David's doing. I mean, he is turning to God and he's seeking him and he's saying, Lord, let those that seek you rejoice and be glad in what? In the deliverance, in the the victory of the court case, in the fact that the enemies are confounded? No, he says, let them rejoice and be glad in thee. 
even before the case is resolved, even before the turmoil has gone away, while the storm is pounding, those that are seeking the Lord in the storm can be set free from the storm. They can rejoice and be glad in him. And look at this. Let such as love thy salvation. You see, when you're going through hardship, when the storm is raging in your life, it's like it's commanding your attention. It's, it's screaming at you and it's diverting your attention from your true Savior, from your Redeemer, and from the redemption that you have in Jesus. And David's saying, turn my heart, set my love back on your salvation. And David's dialed in here to the nucleus of the matter. He's saying, I'm going to seek the Lord, and out of that I can rejoice and be glad. And I'm going to love not just deliverance, not just temporary outcomes. I am going to love his salvation. I am going to set my heart, my mind on eternal things and on big things and on God's love for me and his redeeming power in my life. I am going to love his salvation. And because of that, out of that, what will happen? Let those, let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. So here it is. Watch David. David moves from being disturbed by those that are seeking him to rejoicing and being glad in seeking God. He's not seeking only justice, he's seeking God. And he set his heart on salvation and redemption and God's big plans. And what is he doing now? Let God be magnified. Do you see the rest that's come to David in the middle of his turmoil? Let God be magnified. God, at first he's saying, help me, deliver me, confound, confuse, you know, all that. By now he's just saying, be magnified. Uh, I'm going to rejoice, wait, be patient. I'm going to be glad in you. I'm going to love your eventual guaranteed outcome. And until then, let God be magnified. But then he circles back a little bit. But I am poor and needy. So God, I know the big outcomes. I know the results. I know your salvation. I can be glad and rejoice in you but i'm poor i'm i'm weak i'm vulnerable i am um i'm destitute i need i'm poor and needy so god i would love to be stronger than i am but i in spite of the fact that i i'm seeking you and i'm going to rejoice and be glad in you and i love your salvation and i want you to be magnified in spite of all that god i'm still poor and needy i'm still weak I'm still battling, uh, and I need you to make haste. Hurry to me, Lord. O oh God, thou art my help and my deliverer. So he comes back to, I still need your help. God, I'm going to rejoice in you. I'm going to be glad in you. I'm going to cry out that you hope that you'll be magnified in my trial, but I still need your help, and I still want you to deliver me. So, O oh Lord, make no tarrying. Don't wait. I, I need you now. Um, what... What a simple, what a short, five verses, what a simple, heartfelt, balanced prayer. And you see the tug of war in David between his, uh, what he knows is true, the heart of God, the gladness and goodness of God, and, and the, the desire of God to be magnified and the security of his salvation. You know, you see him deeply rooted in the, in the bedrock of God's realities. But you see in verse five, just above that in the emotional realm, in the psychological realm, 
I'm poor and needy. I still need help. I still need deliverance. So God, come to me now. Come to me now. I need you to, to help me now. So maybe today you are kind of torn and you feel the tension. Some days you're just excited about the hope and the gladness of God even in the middle of your circumstances. But other days you're, you're poor and you're needy and you're weak and you feel it and it feels like the storm is overwhelming you. Listen, you're not bipolar. There's just a very real um, tension going on within you. You've got the bedrock of your life, the rock of Jesus, the refuge of salvation, the reality of joy and gladness that holds you. But on the surface, above that bedrock, you've, you've got some ups and downs. You've got some emotions to deal with. You've got human flesh uh, and frailty. And uh, don't beat yourself up over that. Uh, we're all human. What did David do? He went to God. What did God do? Wrote his words into eternal scripture. Preserved his experiences for us today so we can experience them with them and not beat ourselves up because we are poor or needy and that we need help he is your help he will help you so cry out to him have a good wednesday if i don't see you tonight i'll see you tomorrow and uh, pray for a great weekend have a great day